John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Deacon Mark Campbell. Yeah! Mark Amadeo. Ooh, yeah! And Deacon Tony Valdez. Good morning and welcome to the Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Mark Campbell sitting in for John Leonetti. Uh, he is a little under the weather this morning, so I'm uh, happy to sit in for him and happy to have you join us today. We've got an exciting show. We are resuming our Catholic Schools tour, and today we are going to be uh, we are broadcasting live from the east side of Des Moines uh, here in Polk County, uh, Lee Township, uh, Accent Neighborhood, uh, all the things, St. Joseph Catholic School in Parish uh, with Father Chris Font. Nini, uh, who is the pastor here, and Mrs. Lynn Ernst, the uh, principal, uh, newly ordained principal. She's been on the job six months, and uh, it's, she, she's telling me it's a baptism by fire, but uh, her, her clothes don't look singed at all this morning, and she's uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to go. It's been uh, pretty fun. We, we sneak in here before uh, uh, you know all the lights are on, get, get our equipment set up, but uh, just as we flip the switch and go live, we've got people coming into the school and, and act- activities starting to happen. So we'll have a, a kind of a, a little bit different show today, but you're going to have all the things that you're used to hearing. We'll have Mark Amadeo with sports, uh, Saint of the Day, uh, amongst all the guests that we're going to have. But as always, we begin. Let's go to Deacon Tony back at the, the studio in West Des Moines to start our show with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. And now for our good news segment of the day, news you can feel good about. Well... We are at, as I mentioned, St. Joseph Catholic School and Parish, and they are the Hawks. That is their, uh, their uh, mascot here. And I found a story out of Tucson, Arizona, and at Fire and Rescue were out proving that saving someone's hide is all the same, whether it's covered in clothes or feathers. An adult Cooper's hawk was reportedly trapped in fishing line in Christopher Columbus Park, and the Tucson Fire Department was dispatched. Uh, they sent out Unit Ladder 4 to the scene where the crew was able to get the a black sack over the hawk before lowering it down to a waiting raptor handler. Once at the ground level, they were able to set the hawk free from the fishing line and free from further injury. A video showing the coordinated effort and posted to the fire department social media page was captioned, humans, pets, animals, we take care of them all. And so I thought, Matt, that was an appropriate story. And and since we're at the home of the hawks here, have you ever been a part of any uh, animal rescues or or, or daring uh, uh, releases from 
the, the animals in the wild? Well, I, I, yeah, I have to say, first of all, you had my rapt attention yes. with that story. I, so thank you very much. Um, animal rescues. We actually took in a dog when we were living in southwest Missouri mm-hmm. uh, that we named Lupa. And we just, this dog just kind of went onto our porch laid there i thought the dog was dead actually yeah and that's why i opened the door that was my first mistake it jumped right up and yeah. I, I was like okay i gotta feed this i gotta give this water and from there it was it, it became our dog right so it was a stray sort of sort of a rescue that's a, that's that's a happier story than I have. I was uh, I, I came across a rabbit that was stuck in, in a in a fence. It had tried to jump through the the, the square of the fence, and its front got through, but it, its hind legs. So as I approached the the front end of the bunny was was uh, you know trying to scurry its way out, uh, but it had been stuck so long that the back end it, rigor mortis had already set set in on 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 the poor critter. So I set it free so it could it, it actually immediately died as soon as the the, the blood flow released it was you know not not necessarily a good story that we can feel good about this morning but well hey it's uh, i relieved it of its suffering did That's you have some hots and pfeffer after that i, I did not we okay. uh, we, we, we just just curious you know i i gave it a proper burial so the uh, <laughs> other animals on on the property wouldn't find it and so anyhow on that note let's go to mark amadeo with a scoreboard update in sports on your Friday morning, last night, women's college basketball, a non-conference matchup between the Big Ten and the Big 12, and it was Kansas State upsetting number two Iowa Hawkeyes by the score of 65-58 at Carver-Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City. The Hawkeyes' record falls to 3-1. and Kansas State now undefeated at 3-0. and And yesterday, the Iowa High School State football championships got underway at the Uni Dome in Cedar Falls, and four champions were crown in the eight-player championship game unseated bishop garrigan catholic from algona defeated the bedford bulldogs who were the second seed by the score of 39 30 head coach marty wadley in his 32nd year at bishop garrigan winning his first state championship in the class a championship game Britt West Hancock, a third seed, defeated second-seeded Woodbury Central from Moville by a score of 30-28. to 28. In Class 1A, Grundy Center repeats as champion as the undefeated Spartans defeated number four seed MFL Marmack from Monona, Iowa by the score of 42 to nothing. And in the late game last night at the Uni Dome in Cedar Falls in Class 4A, number two seed Lewis Central Council Bluffs defeated the number one seed Western Dubuque of Epworth by the score of 40 to 21. Today, three championship games are scheduled at the Uni Dome in Cedar Falls. The Class 2A state championship game begins this morning at 10 o'clock. Number two seed Van Meter takes on number one seed Central Lion from Rock Rapids. The Class 3A championship game begins at 1 o'clock. Number eight seed Bishop Heelan from Sioux City takes on number three seed Williamsburg. And tonight at 7 o'clock, it's the 5A championship game. Number seven seed Ankeny takes on defending champion Southeast Polk at 7 o'clock at the New Dome in Cedar Falls. And with your Friday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo.
Thank you, Mark. Now for a quick look at today's weather. Today, sunny with a high near 48. Uh, overnight, be clear and a low around 31. Tomorrow, Saturday, sunny in 59. And Sunday, partly cloudy in 56. Currently around the Iowa Catholic Radio Listening Area, Des Moines, mostly clear in 32. Uh, good conversation last night with our friends down in Imogene. So I'd give them another shout-out this morning. Mostly clear in 34 down in the uh, southwestern part of the state. Uh, and then also our Iowa Catholic Radio Network uh Spotlight yesterday was on West Bend. They're mostly cloudy in 27. Today, we are going to have uh, our, our spotlight on Lee Township. If you're not familiar with Lee Township, that's the area of uh, the east side of Polk County that we're in today. We'll have a little bit more information about that in the second half hour. And uh, as I look out the window over here, the, I can see the sun reflecting off the trees across the street. So that tells me we're mostly clear and temperature is 32 degrees. Uh, today's forecast brought to you by Construction Professionals, a family business built on a strong foundation to create new and remodeled homes. Learn more at cpcustomhomes.com. So right now we want to go in and welcome the pastor of St. Joseph's, Father Chris Fontanini. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Good well, morning. Thank you for having us. I know this is a, a little dip, disruption of the, the schedule for uh, for everybody around here. So thanks for having us in. Um, what, uh, what, what's been, the school year's off and running. What's, what's been the, uh, the highlight so far? Well, I think uh, our new our new addition, at least for the sixth, seventh, and eighth grader, that's that's been up and running yep. here since the beginning of the school year in August. And uh, pre-K and K downstairs, it's still we still got some work to do with that, sure. as well as the parish activity center, mm-hmm. gymnasium, some heating, electrical type things that still need to be uh, settled. So that uh, that will be happening more likely the end of the year, first part of the year. Excellent. So there's uh, so there's still work to be done on the uh, on the construction side of things. What um, you've been at the parish now for how long? Is it a little over a year? A little over a year. Yeah, yeah it's about a year and a half almost in yeah. ja- January. And how's the how's the transition gone? Because you were down uh, at Indianola before with uh, without the school uh, parish or school responsibilities, just just the parish down there. So uh, you've taken on and you jumped right into a, a remodel project. Uh, you know, but uh, looks like you're weathering the storm well well it's it's not my first rodeo as i would say <laughs> the, we had uh st thomas aquinas we had a building project down there of, mm-hmm. of uh six uh office spaces and a multi-purpose room and so uh, and some uh about yeah six classrooms four office spaces multi-purpose room rather and uh so that that was uh my introduction to the, so you, the you had some project management experience then that, that a little you, bit yes yes it. yeah yes and then uh, as far as the funding goes for the project where where are you guys sitting at for uh, for the current current project well right now we've uh, have approximately let's see Uh-oh, about about about, about five million about five million pledged yeah you know, so far. We've got some matching gifts. We've got to we got to deal with. So all in all, we're about two million dollars. Okay, we're still trying still to trying to raise to, to pledge get pledged. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, but, but I'm sure that it's been a great benefit this this new space, not only to uh, the students but the teachers as well. Right? It's um, they've really enjoyed it. Yeah, all the uh, beautiful classrooms, the technology, and the mm-hmm. lights that pop on mm-hmm. as you walk in the room and. So that's that's been a, a real blessing for the students and the 
and the teachers. Excellent. So now I'm going to, I'm going to take it back. A personal question. Now it's a, your nickname. Many of know you as Father Rocky. And I want to. I want. Where's the origin of this nickname? That's uh, <laughs> that, that that you that you that you have. And maybe <laughs> maybe it's one you don't even necessarily appreciate it, but you have to have to own it, right? Well, I really appreciate that. You know. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, no. I was at uh, St. Thomas More Center for seven summers, uh-huh. and a lot of the young kids would come up to me and they say, "Hey, you look like Rocky Balboa." Yeah. So, I got the name Rocky Balboa uh, there, but I also in the seminary, mm-hmm. um, some of my my buddies would call me Sly or Stallone. Uh-huh. Um, I think they thought I looked like him. So, I guess. Uh, that's the whole thing. So, you yeah. know, I really like to hang out with you, Deacon. Yeah, well, we, yeah. <laughs> what we need to do is uh, we'll get you downtown and get you running up the steps of the Capitol and, we, you know, raise your hands up in victory when you get to, get, oh, get to the top. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> that would be some good uh, uh, social media fodder for uh, promotion of the school here. Uh, if you don't mind, why don't you hand the, the microphone over to uh, your great principal here. Um, and I say great, not because I've known her for a, a tremendous amount of time, but uh, she, again, allowing to disrupt the, uh, the schedule of the day just a little bit. So, uh, Mrs. Lynn Ernst, tell us a little bit about how you found your way here at, uh, the, as the principal at St. Joseph. Well, I have been in Catholic education for 26 years, mm-hmm. so I uh, grew up in Perry, Iowa, and so went to St. Patrick's in Perry and made that choice to head to Loris College, and I was part of their teachers um, for Catholic schools program. I have always known that I wanted to be a teacher. My mom was my fourth grade teacher in a Catholic school, so I've had a great role model there, and um I just knew that that's where I wanted to be. So I did that program at Loris and started teaching in Dubuque and then made my way back to the Midwest or to central Iowa uh-huh. and uh, was at Kemper for a while and then out in uh, West Des Moines at St. Francis. And then my husband took me up to the Twin Cities for a bit. So I was in the Archdiocese of um, wow. Minneapolis and St. Paul, but then we wanted to be back closer to family, so came back to the south side at St. Anthony's, where I taught for 16 years in kindergarten, and then knew the next step in my vocation was I wanted to help teachers and be there for, you know, students, and so... How do you that think... Yeah, that you, you've been a lot of places, and, and so how do you think that... Um, all those varied experiences, all those different places, um, it, you know, is go- how's that going to serve you well? Or how has it already served you well here at St. Joseph as you've made the transition? Well, I think it's given me a lot of um, experiences to pull from. I mean, we learn best from, you know, others. And mm-hmm. so I've had a lot of great role models and I've got had a lot of great interactions with students. And it just completely builds up my faith every day, knowing that I get to serve God in this way mm-hmm. and be a, a leader in my faith um, for others. And that's what I try to do every day. And you, uh, so what has been maybe the, the biggest, uh, biggest surprise for you it com- coming here and, uh, or, and I'll say pleasant surprise. <laughs> well, <laughs> from, from you know, it's not, teacher, I'm sure it hasn't been without its challenges. But from we'll, going with the teacher, you know, when you're, you're in the classroom, you've got a schedule for the day. You, you yeah. know, you've got a plan. You've got, you know, what's going to happen. Yep. Um, and in this role, you know, I just take things as they come at right. me. So, you know, I might have the best laid out plans for the day, but you just have to shift and change and yeah. 
God has the plan for the day. Sure. So we just, he brings whatever he, yeah, I need to address at the time. The, and so maybe what, uh, what are some of the, the challenges that you're, you're currently trying to, uh, or you're looking forward to as, as, as you um, set out, you, you know, your agenda or your plan to, to, to try to continue to facilitate this transition of new space and, and, and things? New space. Well, with our new space, we're just wanting to get in there. So we'll have we'll have a move of our preschool and our um, pre-kindergarten classes um, after the new year and getting them all settled into the new space. Um, but the most exciting thing for our students is they have never had a full-size gym, uh, and they cannot wait yes. for the day that they get to go run around in that gym with six basketball hoops yeah. and um, bleachers and all the exciting things. Um, and that's another component we're excited to share with the diocese. Yeah. Um, St. Joseph has never been able to host basketball games for right. the parochial league or you know sporting events for volleyball or things like that. And so we're excited to bring people to St. Joseph so that, that they can exciting. see this wonderful project that we've been blessed to have as we approach our 75th anniversary next year and um, as a school. And 100, 100 years for the parish too mm-hmm. next year, is that mm-hmm. right? So yeah, it's a, a big centennial year. Wow. So it's uh, yeah. just a last uh, kind of question here before we go to a break, but talk real quick about enrollment. Do you guys have room for more uh, students? What, uh, what, what what does that look like for you? Right now we're at about 200 students. We have room for about um, 25 or 25 to 40 more students awesome. there. So, so I'm going to stop you right there and say, so those who might be considering Catholic school for their kids or private education for their kids, what, what do you want them to know? about uh, St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's and um, is, you might be surprised, it's more affordable, especially now with our ESA, the gift of the ESA. Yep. Um, it, it really is affordable for all. It's a choice for all. Yeah. And so um, we definitely ask you to go visit our website at stjosephcatholicdsm.org. Mm-hmm. And we've got information there about our school and our programs that we have. We offer programs from preschool threes through eighth grade. So and we have before and after school wraparound care. And so we just really provide a whole experience for you. Awesome. St. Joseph. Awesome rooted in faith. So. Well, keep up the great work. Um, we uh, thank you so much for uh, welcoming us in today and, and helping us get set up. We're going to go to a quick break. We're broadcasting live from St. Joseph Pe- uh, Catholic Parish and School here in Des Moines. We uh, just finished up a great conversation with Father Chris Fontanini, pastor here, and the principal, uh, Mrs. Lynn Ernst. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join the celebration and help grow the faith at Iowa Catholic Radio's Dinner in December, Friday, December 8th at 6 p.m. at the Embassy Suites downtown, featuring a keynote from EWTN's Dr. David Anders called to communion, how a committed Calvinist ended up inviting people into communion with the Catholic Church. Tickets are still just $75. Don't miss this year's Dinner in December and a special announcement from Iowa Catholic Radio. To reserve your seat at the table, visit iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Does your financial portfolio benefit from abortion, contraception, human cloning, or embryonic stem cell research? Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors offers investment products that are Catholic screened and designed for faith-based investors. Contact an advisor at 844-493-4010 or visit kfcassetadvisors.org to learn more about how you can seek to align your faith and finances. Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors is an SCC registered investment advisor. Investment products are not guaranteed and may lose value. Thank you, Advisor Gregory Waddle, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Integrative Psychology Services, a private practice of Catholic therapists offering individual and family therapy for adults and adolescents. Learn more at intpsychology.com. Support for programming comes from M Squared Spa in West Des Moines. Catholic owned and operated, Mary McDermott offers massage therapy and aesthetic services to help people achieve whole body wellness. Learn more at msquaredspa.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning. Welcome back. Deacon Mark Campbell sitting in for John Leonetti. It's the Catholic Morning Show live from St. Joseph Catholic School and Parish here in the uh, eastern part of Polk County, east side of Des Moines, Lee Township. Um, I, 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 I accentuate that point because I and these are old stomping grounds for me. So it's a little bit of like coming home for me today. Uh, our family had a business over here on the east side of Des Moines. And, and uh, it, you know, for all the things that maybe some people here negative as it relates to the east side, these are some of the most salt of the earth people that you will encounter. And uh, I, I know our business that we had was, um, you know, the people were very loyal to it. Um, and I know that there are people. People that are a part of the parish and the school here are very loyal uh, to, to the school and parish. We're going to welcome in right now uh, kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Casey Goronsky. Hi. Welcome and good morning. Thank you. So how long have you been uh, been teaching kindergarten here at St. Joseph's? This is my third year here, and I actually taught pre-K the first year. Okay. And then I got to move up with those kids um, into kindergarten, oh. which was awesome. I loved it, watching them grow. That had to be a, a yeah, year, very so. special experience. Yeah. And then how long have you been in education overall? This is my, I think, 14th year in Catholic education. Okay. I started in Chicago. Okay. I taught there in Catholic schools, and then my family kind of did a Midwestern tour. So I taught in Cincinnati in some Catholic schools, and then um, took some time off, stayed home with my own kids, and then um, went back into education, and here I am. Wow. Wonderful. Well, they selected you to be on, so you you, you must have uh, some some great experience to talk about and share with. Let's let's touch on that. What has been the thing that has uh, maybe struck you the most about, um, well, maybe first of all, let's talk about why you chose to, to get into Catholic education. Let's, sure. let's start with there. Um, well, I'm a product of Catholic education myself. Okay. I went to Holy Trinity and I graduated from Dowling. All right. Um, what year? Shout out. 1995. Class of 95. <laughs> Woo-woo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, being a product myself, I just knew the importance of Catholic education. And um, I've just always valued um having prayer as a part of our day and um, watching kids' faith grow and being a part of that. And, um, yeah, I guess, I, yeah. That, that's, no, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> what's, and so here at St. Joseph's, what's been, the, uh, what, what's been some of the things that have stood out to you? 
I think, um, like you touched on earlier, just the strong community mm-hmm. and the history. I mean, I have kids in my class whose parents went here, oh. whose grandparents have been here forever. Um, so I think that's just really neat to be in a community that's been together for so long, but also very welcoming mm-hmm. um, to people who have not been here forever. And um, just the way that I've been welcomed in um, and felt a part of the community instantaneously mm-hmm. was really um, something special. So. How many kids are in your class? 22. 22, and you have one of them with us today. I do. Why don't you introduce uh, who we have with us today? This is Eloise Pope, and she is a kindergartner in my class, and she is a very bright and very sweet and helpful girl. Uh, I can echo that because she she greeted me with a smile and a firm <laughs> handshake. Uh, she introduced me to her friend Isaac, her buddy Isaac, yes. who is uh, standing behind her there. Mm-hmm. Eloise, good morning. Hi. And, and we're so happy that you're joining us on the radio this morning. Is there anybody that might be listening right now that you want to say a special hello to? Mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, anybody? No? Uh, that's okay. What, uh, tell us about your teacher. What, uh, what, what has she helped you learn and discover this year in kindergarten? Well, she helps me learn about God. She does. <laughs> and anything in particular about God that she has uh, um, helped you understand or know better? That there is a light bright when he showed. Yes, that there was a bright light when he showed. <laughs> what other activities do you, uh, do, you do during the day in, in your classroom? Do small groups. Mm-hmm. And what do you talk about in your small groups? About teen numbers. <laughs> yeah, we're doing teen numbers and math numbers. right now. You're right. Like 13, 11 teen, <laughs> 20 teen. No? Right, that, yeah, no. I'm just being, just being silly. <laughs> uh-huh. What other activities? What, what other things do you like to do here at St. At, at Joseph's? Play moose math. Moose math. On the iPads. Okay. So that's a part of the new technology that the uh, that the school has been implementing, and you get to play moose math? Yeah. Yeah. What about any uh, in, any recess or uh, physical activities, that uh, games that you like to play? Yeah. What, recess. Recess. Yeah. And what kind of things are you able to do at recess? Run just, around. Just run around and be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, now, will you still go outside when it when it gets cold, or do you do you have? Uh, that's where that new big gym is going to come in real handy. Uh, is on those real cold January and February days. Yeah, you'll get to you'll get get to be inside. Hmm? Yeah. Do you have uh, Do you have anything else that uh, you want to tell people about St. Joseph's? What, what's your most favorite? How's the lunch here? Maybe that's that's a, that's a, that's an important question. How's the lunch? Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. Is there something that they serve that you really like? Yeah. What is it? Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Ah. Now, is it a yellow cheese or a white cheese? Yellow. Yellow. Okay. Yeah. That's really the best way to have it. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, go back to your teacher here and, and find out what's, uh, what are some of the things that you're, you're incorporating into your classroom along with moose, uh, moose math <laughs> and uh, learning the teen numbers that I messed up. Hmm? <laughs> Well, I mean, we're in kindergarten. There's so much growth that happens. So it's exciting um, to watch that throughout the year. So we start out um, learning letters and then we get into sounds and um, we're starting to blend those sounds now. So we're becoming readers, which Mm -hmm. is so cool to watch um, those light bulbs go on. Yeah. Um, In math, 
like Eloise said, we're on T numbers now. We'll go into addition and subtraction mm -hmm. later this year. Um, and in religion, we kind of follow um, the course of Jesus's life. Yeah. So something coming up that we're really excited about is our live nativity okay. that we'll do um, right before Christmas break. So together with our eighth grade buddies, um, we tell the story of Jesus's birth. So the kindergartners act out the story and get to play the different parts and um, the eighth graders narrate the story. So it's something that um, we get to do together, which is really fun. Is that something, Eloise, you can talk a little bit more about? Tell me about your, your, your buddy Isaac and how you guys are working together. What, uh, what, what's, your, what's your role and how is he helping you? Well, he helps me cut some. <laughs> what, and what are you cutting? What did you cut with your buddies? Paper. Yeah, we made a project, didn't we, with them? On Apple Day. On Apple Day. Mm -hmm. And so when, uh, when will the live nativity be and, and uh, how can people um, uh, witness it or part participate in it? It will be the Wednesday before break. What's the date? <laughs> December 20th. All right. So, it's, yeah. So, it'll be just before Christmas break, mm -hmm. the Wednesday before for break. And uh, what, during the school hours, or is that something that will take place in the evening? It's or? at 2, is it 2.15 usually? 2.30. 2.30. Yeah. So, yeah. And anybody is welcome to come and um, watch us tell that story. Fantastic. Greatest story ever told. Yes. Yeah. And we do it very well, I think. Well, we'll look forward to uh, getting yeah. Isaac's, uh, you know, thoughts on, on that project and other things as well. Thank you both for joining us this morning Thank here. You. Uh, yes, we had, uh, this was Mrs. Casey Goronsky and Eloise Pope uh, from the kindergarten classroom here at St. Joseph's Catholic School. We're going to be uh, back with more uh, interviews with, we'll have David Ortega and Isaac, his son, Isaac, who's an eighth grade student here. Um, but right now, let's go to our gospel reflection of the day with Father Nick Smith. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day that Noah entered the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Similarly, as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating, drinking, buying, selling, planting, building. On the day when Lot left Sodom, fire and brimstone rained from the sky to destroy them all. So it will be on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, someone who is on the housetop and whose belongings are in the house must not go down to get them. And likewise, one in the field must not return to what was left behind. Remember the wife of Lot. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses it will save it. I tell you, on that night there will be two people in one bed. One will be taken, the other left. And there will be two women grinding meal together. One will be taken, the other left. They said to him in reply, Where, Lord? He said to them, Where the body is, there also the vultures will gather. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. All of this talk about the second coming and the various signs that will be given before the Lord comes again can seem to incite fear or fear and trembling uh, into uh, the listeners to the gospel. But actually, I think we can find it very consoling because, as Jesus tells us, we will be eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage uh, just as they were on the, until the day Noah entered the ark. And yet, and then God comes uh, in his marvelous sign to create anew, to flood the earth, to destroy 
uh, the earth and create it anew. In other words, we need not worry about the day when the Lord will come because it is in his time, in his plan. And for our part, we simply continue to serve the Lord here on earth. It is up to God when he wants to take care of all things, to execute his justice and mercy upon uh, the whole world. But for our part, we continue to serve the Lord. As we heard a few days before, we are unprofitable servants. Let us continue to keep this attitude among us, this attitude of humility, to know that we are mere creatures. God is God, and we are in his providential care always. May God bless you, and let us continue praying for each other. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, an authorized independent agent for Walmart Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Iowa, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Learn more at 515-226-2111 or cindyschulte.com. Support for programming comes from Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at goldenrulephc.com. Support for programming provided by The Tea Room in downtown Des Moines, hosting Breakfast with Santa, a holiday tradition. Sunday, December 3rd from 9 to 11 a.m. Breakfast, a goodie bag, and photos with Santa. Tickets are limited. Learn more at thetearoomdsm.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning. Welcome back to the Catholic Morning Show. I am Deacon Mark Campbell sitting in for John Leonetti. Uh, He should be back with us on Monday morning. We're having a great time here at the St. Joseph Catholic School in Parish. Uh, thank you to, again to Father Chris Fontanini and Mrs. Lynn Ertz, who uh, the principal here, who welcomed us in. Uh, they've got some treats for us in the back. Uh, I'm going to hold off. I, you know, I don't, I don't want that to uh, break my my stride here this morning. But before we jump into some more interviews, uh, let's continue as we've been doing all month long, praying for those who have died. Uh, Deacon Tony. Today we pray for the following individuals. Ron Parrish, Janet Prusha, Patsy Callback, Ben Heller, Thomas Tooney, Lisa Barber. And we pray, into your hands, O Lord, we humbly entrust our brothers and sisters. In this life, you embrace them with your tender love. Deliver them now from every evil and bid them eternal rest. The old order has passed away. Welcome them into paradise where there will be no sorrow no weeping or pain, but fullness of peace and joy with your Son and the Holy Spirit forever and ever. And for those who mourn, may the love of God and the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ bless and console us and gently wipe every tear from our eyes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon Tony. And now for our Iowa Catholic Radio Network Community of the Day. Now, many people may not realize, but uh, 
you know, the area in and around Des Moines, Polk County is broken up into neighborhoods and, and, and townships. And we are, uh, St. Joseph Catholic School and Parish is located here in Lee Township. And those who are, are tried and true East Siders know that, uh, know the battle cry, Lee Township against the world. And uh, that, that's, that, that also rang true for Catholic East Siders. Back in 1924, a, a priest retreat, Bishop Thomas Drum announced the formation of a new parish to serve the eastern area of Des Moines and parts of northern Polk County. The new parish, named after St. Joseph, was actually a daughter parish born to serve the families and neighborhoods of Visitation and St. Peter's parishes. Father Francis P. Larkin was uh, appointed as the first pastor. The 1920s were a time that uh, contrasted prosperity with poverty and freedom against intolerance. And the story goes that Father Larkin removed his priest collar and put on bib overalls to buy three lots at the corner of East 33rd Street and Easton Boulevard across from Grandview Park. When the news of the uh, purchase became public, anti-Catholic sentiment showed up near the present side of St. Joseph as fiery crosses burned with ugly intent. The price of the property was almost $11,000 and included a barn, some sheds, and the Civil War era house that was to become the rectory. So just a little bit of history and insight into um, what is now a, a growing and uh, not only from a structure uh, standpoint, they, we We've talked about some of the, the new additions here at the parish, uh, including a, a new gym and some of the improved technology, but also the um, uh, the, the growing school. And, and so they're working to meet the needs over here. And it had very humble and a little bit to a traumatic beginning. But uh, they've persevered and really have been a beacon uh, serving the Catholic community over here on the eastern side of Des Moines. So we're grateful to be here today. Uh, but let's go right now to our scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports. Sports on your Friday morning. Last night, women's college basketball, a non-conference matchup between the Big Ten and the Big 12, and it was Kansas State upsetting number two Iowa Hawkeyes by the score of 65-58 at Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City. The Hawkeyes' record falls to 3-1. Kansas State now undefeated at 3-0. And yesterday, the Iowa High School State Football Championships got underway at the Uni Dome in Cedar Falls, and four champions were crowned. In the eight-player championship game, unseated Bishop Garrigan Catholic from Algona defeated the Bedford Bulldogs, who were the second seed, by the score of 39-30. Head coach Marty Wadley in his 32nd year at Bishop Garrigan winning his first state championship. In the Class A championship game, Britt West Hancock, a third seed, defeated second-seeded Woodbury Central from Moville by a score of 30-28. to in Class 1A, Grundy Center repeats as champion as the undefeated Spartans defeated number four seed MFL Marmack from Monona, Iowa, by the score of 42 to nothing. And in the late game last night at the Uni Dome in Cedar Falls in Class 4A, number two seed Lewis Central Council Bluffs defeated the number one seed Western Dubuque of Epworth by the score of 40 to 21. Today, three championship games are scheduled at the Uni Dome in Cedar Falls. The Class 2A state championship game begins this morning at 10 o'clock. Number two seed Van Meter takes on number one seed Central Lion from Rock Rapids. The Class 3A championship game begins at 1 o'clock. Number eight seed Bishop Heelan from Sioux City takes on number three seed Williamsburg. And tonight at 7 o'clock, it's the 5A championship game. Number seven seed Ankeny takes on Defending champion Southeast Polk 
at 7 o'clock at the New Dome in Cedar Falls. And with your Friday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And now for a quick look at weather. Today we'll have sunny conditions on a high near 48. Overnight clear and a low around 31. Tomorrow, Saturday, will be sunny in 59. Sunday, partly cloudy in a high of 56 degrees. Currently around the Iowa Catholic radio listening area, Oskaloosa, sunny in 36 degrees. Ames, mostly sunny in 28. Carlisle, mostly sunny in 32. And right here in Lee Township, our Iowa Catholic radio network uh, community of the day, Sunny and 32 degrees. Your weather forecast brought to you by Construction Professionals, a family business built on a strong foundation to create new and remodeled homes. Learn more at cpcustomhomes.com. Let's go now to our uh, Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today we recognize the dedication of the churches of Saints Peter and Paul. Peter, the rough fisherman whom Jesus named the rock on which the church is built, and the educated Paul, reformed persecutor of Christians, Roman citizen and missionary to the Gentiles, are the original odd couple. The the major similarity in their faith journeys is the journeys end both in the same way as martyrs in Rome. Peter on a cross and Paul beneath the sword. Their combined gifts shaped the early church and believers have prayed at their tombs from the earliest days. St. Peter's is probably the most famous church in Christendom, massive in scale and a uh, veritable museum of art and architecture it began on a much humbler scale. Vatican Hill was a simple cemetery where believers gathered at St. Peter's tomb to pray. In three, uh, 319, Constantine built a basilica on the site that stood for more than a thousand years until, despite numerous restorations, it threatened to collapse. In 1506, Pope Julius II ordered it raised and reconstructed. But the new basilica was not completed and dedicated for more than two centuries. St. Paul outside the walls where St. Paul is believed to have been beheaded was the largest church in Rome until St. Peter's was rebuilt. The basilica rises over the traditional site of the namesake's grave, and the most recent edifice was constructed after a fire in 1823. The first basilica was also Constantine's doing. Constantine's building projects enticed the first of the centuries, uh, the first of a centuries-long parade of pilgrims to Rome. From the time the basilicas were first built until the empire crumbled under barbarian invasions, the two churches, although miles apart, were linked by a roof colonnade of marble columns. So today we ask St. Peter and St. Paul to pray for us. We're going to welcome in uh, two more guests here from St. Joseph Catholic uh, School and Parish, where we're broadcasting live from this morning. Uh, Good morning to David Ortega and his son, Isaac. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, welcome. So, uh, David, you've been a a longtime parishioner, I think, here, or involved here at St. Joseph. Correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe I should just say, how long have you been involved here? Well, so I've got two roles that I play here, both as a parent and business manager. Finishing up my fourth year as business manager Uh and going to start my fifth next month. Okay. We've been members, um, parishioners here for, I think, about five years. Okay. Um, before that, Christ the King on the South Side, okay. where Father Rocky hails from, as yeah. heard from earlier. Um, and you mentioned, uh, Deacon Mark, that uh, you know this is Lee Township. Yeah. I was recently reviewing um, some census papers, mm-hmm. and on my dad's side, they settled into Lee Township. Really? Uh, in 1940, that wow. data. 
And uh, so that was down kind of like Southeast 14th and Hartford. So yeah. I kind of hail from the south side yep. on both sides. Um, my mother is a Lafredo. Her mother is a Sarcone. Some okay. of those names might be familiar. <laughs> but in terms of our involvement here at uh, uh, St. Joseph, I've got eight children. Six of them did go through here wow. since about the year 2008. Okay. Uh, I, where, I, where does Isaac fall in the, uh, I, 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 on, on, the, on the scale of uh, eight kids? He's the baby. Okay. So he's okay. our last one. He's in eighth grade now, and uh, this uh, project has been kind of a realization of, of dreams that, and visions that do, we've had for a number of Isaac, years. Do you have uh, siblings that are jealous that you're getting to uh, utilize some of the, the, the new space? And... Um, well, they haven't made their opinions voice, but I'm sure they are. <laughs> Well, that's fantastic. And so have you been going, Isaac, have you been in school here since kindergarten or when did you start? Preschool. Preschool. So all, all the way through for you. That's uh, and what has been, um, you know, over the course of now nine years, that would make what is what, what are some of the things that you've seen change, uh, you know, for the good. Right. Not not just as you've gotten taller, but obviously there's been some changes in the school. Different teachers have come and gone, different principals, different priests. What, what, what are some of the things that stand out to you? Well, first of all, the bigger school. Yeah. Uh, we have the gym and the new middle school area. Yeah. So that's a very big good thing. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the new middle school area. Um, another thing that's changed for the good, I guess, is um, my academics. You know, I've yeah. grown in my academics. Um, and... Probably the lunches. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> They've yeah. changed a lot over the years, so. <laughs> yeah, and for the better. That's that's good. Yep. No. What? So talk about some of the the teachers that have uh, influenced you. Yeah. I'm asking you your, for your favorite. I'm saying, but but some of the teachers, if you look back over the over the year, your time here, um, who is those that maybe have influ- influenced or impacted you the most? Um, well, my fifth grade teacher, Miss Guider. Mm-hmm. I. That's a note. Yeah. She. Um, she. So. When I was in fifth grade, that was her first year here. Okay. And um, she was one of my favorites. Yeah. Learned a lot about uh, reading, religion, and math. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, um, my eighth grade teacher, Miss Christel, she's really good at teaching science and math. You, you're very wise. Miss Guider's sitting right over here. You have to face your uh, your your, eighth, your your teacher today. So you, that's uh, but that's good. That, that's good that they've they've had that impact and influence on you. And uh, back to you, David. So you've sent six kids to, through St. Joseph's. Uh, what is how has that impacted? I would say your family being able to provide them the, that Catholic education. Uh, exactly right. We provide them a Catholic education. One of the things that. Uh, you look at when you decide to send them to the Catholic schools, will they receive the sacraments? So yep. that was one of the you know biggest prayer discernments that we had is mm-hmm. we want to expose those children to the sacraments. You know, they're going to have mass. They're going to be able to have opportunities for reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, their faith formation is very important when deciding, you know, should we put those dollars for that private education? And the answer right. is yes. Yeah, very good, very good. And so, what uh, you know, as a, from a business manager's perspective, uh, what are what are some of the things that has you most excited about uh, you know going forward here at St. Joseph's? Well, I'm going to echo my son's um, you know sentiments towards that excitement of now the middle school has their own. Uh, wing, if you will, 6th, mm-hmm. 7th, and 8th, and their own locker space and so forth. And then, you know, that new gym that we're adding on to, it's not just a gym, it's yeah. a parish activity center. Yeah. So we're going to be able to serve more meals out sure. of it for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to maybe bring in guest speakers for maybe mm-hmm. weekend retreats. Um, 
And so we're, we're just really looking forward to being able to announce that basketball. We're going to have our own bleachers yeah. now. So we'll have seating for up to 130 people. Oh, that's great. So just those things. But we also want to mention we've added a chapel here um, yeah. on behalf of uh, Father Gaylor, who passed away uh, oh, a few years ago. So there was yeah. a bequest. And now we even have an on-site chapel for prayer. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, and a great honor for, for Father, Father Dan. He was... Uh, um, yeah, he's sorely missed. And that, that's why I didn't know about that. And that's that's fantastic. It gave me goosebumps. The uh, what I, I want to ask you because you talked about the extra space. You guys do a big, and this is more parish related, but you guys do a, a big Thanksgiving meal over here. We do uh, two projects for our St. Vincent de Paul yeah. uh, program. There's uh, baskets, so yep. Thanksgiving baskets and Christmas. We do these both at Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then mm-hmm. yes, the meals on Thanksgiving where we actually run them out to people and or they can come into our space yeah. and enjoy. That now, will that new gym space help serve with uh, the, the execution of that event? Because I know you guys do, do you serve quite a few people. Yeah, well, this year, uh, yeah. we're not quite open yet in the okay. new space, so we'll continue to do that in the current space. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Isaac, what, uh, you know, as you wind down your career here at, at St. Joseph's, are, 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 you, are, you, are you sad or are you excited for the next chapter of, of moving on to high school? I guess I'd have to say both. Yeah. You know, having to say goodbye to nine years, but yeah. then getting to um, step into probably Dowling, right? Yeah. Dowling. Yeah. Um, next four years of high school will be exciting. So. Right. And, and uh, you know, you, I'm sure the teachers here have prepared you well, and mm-hmm. uh, it, that, that's very exciting for you. Hey, what other activities are you involved with here at, uh, besides your academics at, at St. Joseph's? So I do a lot of sports through Dowling, wrestling, okay. and football, but right. this year I will be doing basketball through St. Joseph's. Yeah. So. Going to help oh. break... Oh. <laughs> and it, I did band. Oh, okay. Excellent. Excellent. So, but you're looking forward to help breaking in that, that new gym, right? Yeah. Well, thank you both very much for uh, your, your time here this morning. We, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk with a fifth-grade teacher who uh, Isaac referenced here just uh, just moments ago, uh, Megan Guider. Uh, thank you, Mr. Ortega and Isaac. Uh, God bless you both, and thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Friday, November 17th. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Stay tuned to Iowa Catholic Radio for Bishop's show starting at 9 o'clock today. Bishop Johnson will talk with his friend and the newly installed Archbishop Thomas Zigula at the Archdiocese of Dubuque. The holidays are coming up, and for some people, it's not a fun time. If you've experienced loss, difficulty, major life changes, or anything else that might make this Christmas blue, check out a retreat at Emmaus House. Their blue Christmas retreat is on Saturday, December 9th. April Young will facilitate the retreat in Urbandale. Go to theemmaushouse.org for details. That's theemmaushouse.org for details. Put your thinking cap on, gather your friends, and sign up for the Catholic Charity Centennial Trivia on Saturday, December 2nd. Wear your most festive apparel and join us from 5 to 8 for trivia and fun. Proceeds benefit the Catholic Charities Emergency Family Shelter. Contact Catholic Charities for tickets or go to their website at catholiccharitiesdm.org. Again, that's catholiccharitiesdm.org. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. Have a great weekend. 
Would you like to get more involved as a volunteer? Intervisions Healthcare empowers at-risk women facing an unplanned pregnancy to make life-affirming decisions, but our nursing staff can't do it alone. Our unplanned pregnancy clinic seeks dedicated advocates, receptionists, and nursing volunteers to meet the needs of hundreds of at-risk patients we see each year. If you are a people person who wants to help moms with unplanned pregnancies, contact us today at 515-440-2273 or visit ivhcare.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back. Deacon Mark Campbell in for John Leonetti. It is the Catholic Morning Show. Voted the People's Choice Award for the Des Moines Radio Group in 2022. Best Elementary Education. That's right. St. Joseph's Catholic School here in Des Moines uh, received that distinction. And we have right now the fifth grade teacher from St. Joseph's, Megan Guider. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, how long have you been teaching here at St. Joseph's? This is my fourth year here. Fourth year. And uh, have you always been with the fifth grade uh, students? Yes. I love fifth grade. I think it's the best grade. So... Well, that's uh, that's good because if you had said anything else, they uh, they might be unruly for you today. They uh, might. So that, they that, might. that might help keep them uh, <laughs> keep keep them under wraps, right? But uh, so talk about how did you find yourself in Catholic education? Um, I always knew I wanted to be a Catholic school teacher. Mm-hmm. I went to a Catholic school K through eighth in Northeast Iowa and mm-hmm. loved the experience. You want to give a shout out to your your uh, school, St. John's in Independence, Iowa. All right, that's so, good. Um, I just. I knew I wanted to bring kind of some of the experiences that I grew up with, Mm -hmm. and I wanted my students to know um, what a blessing it is to go to a Catholic school. Yeah. So uh, where'd you graduate from? Uh, Where'd you get your degree from? Um, So I'm kind of a non-traditional student. I first went to UNI, did three years there, and then took a little uh, break and went back to Upper Iowa and finished my degree with an elementary um, and a reading endorsement. So. so then how long have you been in education overall? It's, uh, 11 years. 11 years. And so four years here at St. Joseph. What's, uh, what's, what's, what keeps you coming back year after year? Uh, what's... It's just the community. Um, mm-hmm. St. Joseph reminds me a lot of my elementary school yeah. where it's kind of small, uh, but it feels like home. Yeah. And so I just always want to come back because it does. It feels like home. It's a, I love coming to my job every day because I have awesome kids. I have older kids that come back and see me every morning, and then I get to see younger kids all the time. So it's just, it's a great experience. Wonderful. And how big is your classroom? 26 kids. Wow. Is that one of the bigger classrooms here? Yes. This okay. year it is the biggest classroom. So. Okay. Very good. So what are some of the challenges that come along with uh, with managing that classroom size, and <laughs> what are some of the things you guys are, are tackling this year at the fifth grade level? Um, some challenges, just size because mm-hmm. fifth grade, we start growing, and so we have some kids that are tall, and then we <laughs> all over. Um, 
so I would just say just fitting all the bodies in the classroom. Yeah. So trying to reorganize desks and stuff. I don't know what it was like when you were growing up, but there was uh, where I went to school. They had the, those desks with like the fixed chairs, you yes. know, to, the, the old metal ones. And, and yeah, you, you, you see some kids that were, were way too smooth. They were they were way too big for them, and then their other kids could barely squeeze into them. Isaac over here is somebody who had problems <laughs> squeezing into one of those uh, one of those desks. But um, so talk about the, being you know the faith element of, of incorporating that into education. You. Uh, I, I imagine. Do you cover all the subjects for the for the fifth graders? So yes. part of the religion class. What what are you? What do you see? Um, you know, in in incorporating that into your your curriculum. Your yeah. Curriculum. So fifth grade um, is very heavily focused on the sacraments. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely deep dive into that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of other things for our faith that we cover. Um, in fifth grade, some things that we like to do, we do monthly service projects. Um, that's to get them ready for middle school because they have hours for their service. But um, one of the monthly food projects or one of the monthly projects we like to do, like this month, we're doing missions for the Food Bank of Iowa. Fantastic. So the whole school has been trying to raise money, and I think we're up to like $800. Yeah. So really exciting. Um, things in the past that we've done, we've made apple pies and gave them to like homebound parishioners. Mm. Uh, when COVID was really prominent, we made masks for uh, St. Joseph um, Emergency Shelter. Sure. Um, we've had kids make tie-dye gloves and hats for the winter, just all kinds of stuff. Even simple things like just making cards for, um, again, like homebound parishioners. So. Yeah. The uh, what 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 is something that you would want uh, listeners that uh, it sounds like there's room for enrollment here. Somebody who might be considering a Catholic or private education. Uh, what do you want them to know about St. Joseph's? That the teachers truly care about the students here. Um, we have a very strong faith in God, and we try to show that in all aspects while we're teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is very, very important. And you can see it. it's very clear to see you walk down the halls or you walk in a classroom, yeah. and you can see that. So. Uh, I should ask Father when you had him on earlier, but uh, how often does the, the school come together to celebrate Mass? Um, every week. So every we week. have Mass every week, every Wednesday. Okay. Um, Sometimes we'll have like a school mass um, for like a celebration. I know we have one, I think in December, mm-hmm. um, that the school will come in on Sunday and okay. there'll be an open house. So oh, wonderful, very good, very good. Now, do you, are you getting to enjoy some of the uh, uh, new space? Um, well, <laughs> I get to go down and see the new middle yeah. school, so that's pretty nice that's when great. I stop and see my kids. And wow. I've been able to work with a couple of the teachers to do some like group projects. Um, fifth grade worked with eighth grade to do like a Halloween dance party for the whole school. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much to uh, everyone here at uh, St. Joseph's. Uh, I'm just going to close this with a a quick prayer as we close out today. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Uh, May your day be blessed, and may you be confident in Christ's mercy and his love. Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died.